Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Fair Chase Podcast. Before we start this episode, we're going to again take a little time to thank a little bit of the people who helped make this show possible. First up is 2.0 Gear. Uh, it's a new brand that we just started partnering with. Uh, they make awesome uh, high-end technical uh, hunting clothes, camo. Um, and so they're based in Michigan yep. and a uh, new company. We've tested them for months. I tested them uh, in the whitetail season last year. Great Merino base layers. Yep. Great awesome Merino shells. Yep. Awesome a, new pattern. A great system for going out west, but we'll use it a ton in the, in the whitetail woods too. So really excited to work with them. 2ogear.com. Go check them out. Next up is Worldwide Trophy Adventures. Uh, it's it's an awesome, uh, basically, connection to outfitters all over the world. So as a lot of people know, good hunting ground is really hard to come by. And um, oftentimes, the best way to ensure that you're going to get in a good spot or you may, maybe you need to legally have a guide is to, to go through an outfitter. Mm -hmm. um, and so... As you might know, if you've heard us before, we've had good experiences and bad experiences with outfitters, uh, which means, you know, in order to ensure you're going to have a good experience, you have to do a ton of research. You have to talk to people. It's just a lot of messing around. Worldwide Trophy Adventures, or WTA, does a lot of this work for you at no charge. So by booking your trip through WTA, you can rest assured that you'll be in a good location with a reputable outfitter um, that they've certified and endorsed. If you're looking to book a trip of a lifetime like I am, mm -hmm. uh, just headed to a moose hunt here through WTA, you're going to want to check them out. Uh, go give them a call. Actually, I have the number right here. It's 1-800-346-8747 or check out their website at worldwidetrophyadventures.com. All right, so we love Trophy Line. They offer more than just saddles. Believe it or not, they have their own climbing sticks. They've got platforms. They've got a ton of extra packs. Gear. They've got packs. They've got everything. Knee pads. Everything that you're going to need to be a saddle hunter, they have it. So if you want to start saddle hunting this year and get into the game like everyone else and really love hunting even more, go to Trophy Line. Check it out. Use the code TFC10 to save yourself 10% on that purchase. We're big bow hunters. Uh, sights, quivers, stabilizers, those kind of things are really important if you're going to have a deadly setup. Um, and so we've tried a lot of different companies in the industry and we've kind of figured out that we really like Redline gear the best. So, um, we are shooting their torch sites this yeah, year. It's Joe a, Shore, it's a really cool, one. really cool site. Very, there's a lot of good micro adjustments you can make. You mm -hmm. can customize a lot of the stuff on there really make it your own. The chargeable USB rechargeable yeah, light is really sweet. Cool. Um, and so we're huge fans of their stuff. We use them all the time. It's worth going to check them out. Uh, check out Redline. Use the promo code TFC10 for 10% off your purchase. And uh, let us know what you think. We love them. Hey, everybody. This is James uh, with The Fair Chase. Before we jump into my moose story here, um, I wanted to tell you about this Christensen Arms uh, firearm kind of promo that they're running um as you'll see in the film that comes out and you'll hear about in this moose hunt i shot uh my bull with a uh christensen arms fft ridgeline fft 300 wind mag uh, did the job uh loved it but what happens is so well i'm saying that because you should go out and get yourself a rifle and if you do if you go get yourself a christensen arms rifle not only do you get a great rifle Right. And they, they make great rifles. They're the makers of the first carbon fiber barrel back in 1995. But you'll also get an e-gift card once you show them proof of, of purchase uh, for up to $750 to their online store, which is stocked with premium accessories from Christensen, as well as amazing brands like Leupold, 
Mystery Ranch, Half Face Blades, Uncharted Supply Company, and many more. So if you're looking for a rifle, deer season's, uh, rifle season here in Michigan, at least, is right around the corner out west. It's going on right now. If you're looking to get a rifle, go go to ChristiansonArms.com, uh, learn more, check out what you can get, and uh, take advantage of this incredible offer. Hope you enjoy the show. All right. Welcome back to part two of the Hunt Story here at the Fair Chase Podcast. September Stories with the Fair Chase. September Hunt Stories with the Fair Chase Podcast. Um, tonight, we're going to hear about James's moose hunt. Um, After you give a 45-second sec- review of what happened tonight for you. Uh, tonight, spot and stalk on a doe. That is it. Shot her. She's in the back she of the did. truck. Oh, we enjoyed it and get anything, but Jared did. Success. Quick and, great success. Yeah, it was actually pretty nice. We, uh, we all met back at the trucks. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, hey, did you shoot anything? He didn't say anything. Didn't say anything. James. I'm just talking to Jared, and I'm like, he's looking at me weird for some reason. <laughs> I was like, what's, what's going on, friend? Leg is sticking up in the back of the truck. <laughs> yeah. And the arrow. And I finally, hate the secrets, though, because like, I feel like when, if you would have texted, yeah, especially that early, shot a doe, yeah. I would have been like, let's do this screw it and then the does they see come out in the field i've been much more aggressive you, about you just we got agreed to that i know before. we did but like said, the those are in play the first person to rip the band-aid off yeah i was like, expecting like opens a, the floodgate hey i shot a doe i thought the it's band-aid like, okay, was then ripped then off running. when we said oh does are in play does are in play 100 but they're not as in play as when someone kills one then it's like oh hell yeah let's yeah. kill these yeah, bitches i don't want to be left out and then if i knew joe was doing that then i'm even hunting harder <laughs> right you know? yeah and oh, it's just like a yeah it, ripple thing. so that was that was we could we can move on but but from was, now on you kill first to kill we has know. to call okay you don't lie fair. about bucks that's fair, that's fair. that was yeah. the other rule we've had before yeah we don't lie about bucks. no lying yeah. about bucks. no tricking no tricking no funny business when it comes to bucks buck at like 30 yards past them yeah. No, you don't. You don't, we don't lie about bucks. No, I couldn't okay. get a shot. If I said I passed a buck, you can just assume that's a lie. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Or you missed. <laughs> yeah, I passed my arrow yep. beyond him. So, I want to dive in just to. This was quite a unique hunt for you. Not something that was really ever planned at all. Like mm-hmm. you weren't. This is was. This was not your 2023 plan. Like you, you didn't go into this year saying, "Oh, I'm going on a moose hunt in September." No, no okay. I was uh, actually planning to go with Joe elk hunting with yes. a cow tag uh and so how how did this come up and i guess how much time did you have to plan so basically it w- it's a ca- cancellation hunt somebody canceled through wta worldwide trophy adventures and um it goes back for sale uh, and so got in touch with mark and jason there and yeah. julian Lene and um they texted me and said hey are you interested in a bc moose hunt and initially i thought for next year for 2024 and i was right. like yeah of course obviously you know they're like okay it's you know these are the dates I'm like oh this is in like less than this is like three weeks away <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> it was three weeks away I'm like oh okay so i'm like i have never i ha- it's not even on my radar so i haven't planned any- i mean i had my stuff kind of in my head planned for elk season so i had like you know, just a general sense of what I was wearing. Just a minor variable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm kind of most of the way there. Because, yeah. you know, even though I, I, you know, we were in wall tent, so I, you know, I didn't even need a tent. A bunch of stuff I didn't even need. Pretty nice. Yeah. So I'm um, like, okay, I'm in. Uh, and so we, I spent three weeks like researching, you know, doing everything. And I realized uh, it's really hard to fly with a full moose 
home. It's expensive because <laughs> it's a lot of meat. It's Canada. And uh, there's not a sh- – like in Alaska, there are shipping services that you load your meat on. You pay a couple hundred bucks. This guy in a pickup or a semi-truck goes throughout the country. You meet him at a select locations. I think Alaska Trophy Express is, I think, the name yeah, of it. Yeah, so ours would end up in Chicago. So you'd have to go to Chicago to yep. pick it up, which isn't yep. – two hours from us no it's not too bad yeah and then shipping anything home from alaska trophy wise goes to the wildlife gallery which is mount pleasant yeah okay right much easier Mm -hmm. so i was like okay maybe there's something like that for british columbia there is not there's nothing like from going from canada to the u.s there's a from what i was told at at that point it's a big deal right it's a big deal to do it's going to be difficult so i'm like crap i want the meat all right We're going to take a pause here real quick and just thank a few more guys and companies that help make this show possible. First up is Vortex. We can't say it enough. We love their glass. We love their binoculars, spotting scopes, range finders, their apparel. James James is rocking a nice little hoodie here. They make awesome stuff. And if you guys are looking to make a purchase at Vortex, go over to their website and use the code TFC20 to save yourself 20% on the next purchase. That's a big, good discount. Use it. Head over there and get something. A bow makes a man. Does and, it? Yeah, that's what I was told. And we're we're big fans of uh, prime bows. Shooting it for years. Michigan-based company. Uh, we're shooting their latest Revix series of bows. Mine's that 36 long boy. I'll generally year. take a few shots right back here and just. Yeah, yeah we we're huge fans. Smooth, uh, great balance. Um, they're they're just go check them out. There's tons of technology. One of my favorite things that they have is their grip. Mm. Uh, space age space technology age. keeps your hand warm even when it's cold um, highly recommend go check out prime archery finally lathrop and sons boots your feet kill animals like the more you walk the more chances you have at, at getting that big buck that big elk moose whatever it is uh Lathrop and Sons have been kind of our go-to boot of choice for a while now. Um, we've put in a lot of miles, taken them all over the place. There's no leaking. It's comfortable. Stephen and James there, like, spent – they're, like, foot like, they're scientists. Ge- they're geniuses. I got messed up feet, and they basically will – you know, you take an imprint of your foot. They'll look at it, look at your arch, how wide it is, how narrow, how long, and they literally build the boot around your foot. So you're not going to a box store and picking up something that you hope is going to fit your boot. These things actually – are tailor-made to your foot. So they're super comfortable. Mine, I could I could walk all day in them. So if, if, if you're looking to and get you a have. boot. If, <laughs> I have. If you're looking for a boot that's made for you and not somebody else, go check out Lake Turpin Sons. I don't want to just ship the head. Like, what am I going to do? So I looked into seeing how much I could fly with and realized if I were going to try to fly and bring back a, a big portion of it, um, I would have a hard time even making flights. Like, the sure. only flights available at that point three weeks out were it's like you don't have enough time even to turn and burn with meat so talked to a, a friend um and just did some reading online and just decided to drive um get a pickup truck throw a <clears throat> chest freezer in the back a generator back there and but just you were you were even trying to get with me like hey man do you have a generator I'm like like what size yeah you're like well it needs to be this big it doesn't need it didn't even need we were looking on facebook i almost bought, i was just gonna buy one and my brother-in-law had his i was gonna get a small one i didn't want a big one i'm like those little s2000s are perfect for yeah me. that's what i was gonna get and yeah. my brother's in-law is like just use mine what's the difference i'm like all right 
He's got a giant one, and I'll skip. Everybody knows this shot. I mean, skipped ahead. Like, what was sweet about that? It did not run out of gas. I ran it all day, and every time I'd get gas in the truck, I'd fill, fill it, it up. Yeah. And so it, but most of the time, I'd hardly have to put any gas in there. It was so efficient. I didn't. I don't have a generator. Like it's I live sweet. so close to the power uh, grid su- supply and, sure. and, and lull that it's like if my power goes out, it's you know bad. So I just don't have a generator. <laughs> um. So, anyways, that was really cool. So that was the the drive. We it was a forty six seven hour drive out there, uh, and Ugh. you said you did six hour shifts. Four. Hour yeah, it was shift? basically a tank of gas. Okay. You do one tank of gas. You you swap. Now I'm like next time for Montana, I might I'm totally down for driving. Like it's nothing. That's like a one day's I'm drive. Skipping a gym. I did three of those. I'm doing that the day after tomorrow, and I'm dreading it. It's. It's mindset. If you think you have to go 40 hours, 18 feels like nothing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Less than half. And so, like, the first two days were actually felt shorter than the last day because that you're like, oh, only 10 hours today. And for some reason, when you're like, only 10 hours, not like 30 more hours to go, then it just drags. It just drags. So, we drove through um, Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, North Dakota, uh, North Dakota, north through Portal, the. Uh, the um what's the word i'm trying to think of between the border the border place <laughs> that thing. <laughs> tough that word. thing uh and cruised right through like in the middle of the night into saskatchewan it was a super easy very oh you didn't simple. go through and then up nope no oh. no i went straight up through uh with uh saskatchewan and then shot over shot over through alberta and then british columbia so it was just long dog drive hmm. but um, through we, we had a bunch of netflix downloaded which was helpful Classy. like you get, uh, obviously we listened to dave Chappelle. Like uh, three, three dave Chappelle's. uh we tried uh what's the guy from we try to catch a monkey what's the <laughs> not to peel like a banana uh what's the what's the guy from uh my monkey um oh, crap parks and rec Oh, Ron? In, no, the, the Indian character? guy. Aziz oh, Ansari. Yeah. Oh, sure. We listened to him. Not as I was, was not good. impressed. It, I, I had heard he was funny, but this one was not. Anyways, so we drive. We get into the area, um, and the, the our guy there is like, hey, you know, um, you have to, he drops kind of a picture of where I'm, we're supposed to go. So we get in the area, and it's not matching up the picture. We go through a reservation because it's right next to one. And I'm like – Hey, to this woman on getting her into her truck. I'm like, hey, uh, I need help finding the water place for Plains Land. You know, I need the, the the little landing strip. And she she wouldn't look at me. Didn't look up. Didn't look anything. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what she said. And just like turned away and like left. I was like, oh, where are we right now? I don't think they're huge fans of the white man. Which you know, can you blame him totally? You blame him. Uh, so, anyways, we finally find the place and like. What was happening is we we show up to a little lodge where you know sometimes hunters will stay before they set out on on, a, on the plane, and uh, we are kind of coming in right when these guys are getting done uh, with a goat hunt, mm-hmm. and so they all tagged out like they had a great where we were was spectacular like goat country like they were freaking everywhere, um, and I really want to shoot a goat now like that's <laughs> high on my too. list. They look mm. so. Needless to say, uh, we get there and like they're like, "All right, you ready to go?" I'm like, "Oh, like I it was it was not 15 minutes before between the time I pulled up 
and got on the plane and was taking off. Hell really? yeah. I was like, all right, it's, we're, this is happening. So I'm like, okay. When we get there, they, they were worried about us bringing too much stuff because the guy before us who we shared camp with, like, brought a lot. Brought the but again, I'm sink. packing, like, I'm always in, like, that back backpacking mindset kind of. So I was like, So I what kind of plane is this? Is this to have one? This was a, a Super Cub. Oh, so not a water plane. Uh, they called it a water plane. Did it have wheels or floats? It yeah, had floats. Okay, then that's... I don't know what it was then. Okay. It was one that I had to do this to get in. I was sitting very... Was single row? Yeah. Okay. And, and I had my I had to hold my rifle on my, on my uh, lap. It's not called a sink... A super, they were all calling it a super cup. Maybe it's a cup with floats. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about it. This is the first, and I, I'm not a huge fan of flying, so I'm... Like, I, I would love to keep uh, that to a minimum. After Alaska, man, that's... I'm not too and, fond of popping well and this is di- and it's like this you you load in i throw my stuff it's like duffel bag in my my actually that pack right there i borrowed your doll doll pack hey buddy and uh my rifle on my lap and that was it like and so like that's all you can fit you know <laughs> and so you, jordan's in there too or is it no two trips? he had to wait yeah so i'm like i'll go first get stuff set up so i how far how long is the plane ride if he has to wait like a half an hour oh, minutes. so he had to wait there an hour yeah over a little over an hour yeah what did what did he do? He just took pictures. So he had to Oh yeah. So part of this was us realm. getting photography for WTA. So he's like, This will be perfect. You go, I'll get a photos of the place and just kinda get some stuff for, for them. So it, it worked great. We get on the plane, beautiful like weather. Couldn't have been a better way to like take off. Actually it was probably in the mid sixties, like just mm. comfortable. Good for me because I'm just like gripping my rifle and like praying and just hoping, you know, we get there soon. She wasn't rocking at all? Or no, nothing. Smooth. So smooth. I mean, this, and the landing could more smooth than like uh, like if you're in the airport. Like right. just a, just a just smooth. Just putting down on water. Yep. And so our uh, so we land, you know, I get out, and our my guide's there <clears throat> who ended up we hanging a lot, hanging out with a lot over the week, obviously. Really good guy named Dawson. Uh, so he's, he's out there. He's got um, – basically uh they kind of custom made this boat but it's like a john boat um but like pl- they put this like plastic sheet on the bottom of it probably um, a jet drive yep jet in the back and so he's like all right hop in we'll uh, go get set up and then we'll come back and get jordan when it's time so we get on we you know we land on this lake we get on the boat and we take the um the boat up river maybe or up cre- it's really a creek a couple miles three four miles maybe mm-hmm and uh land and I, I i walk out and like the uh as i step out like this jack russell terrier comes out to greet me <laughs> named woody woody woody's 13 months old i think i've said this in our podcast just a pup just Good a old pup. dog but he has a he they use him for um tree and bears already he's done a bunch of bears baying him up and uh He's been a couple of successful goat hunts already. He chased off a grizzly once. He was like a cool really? dog. Yeah, just a cool dog. Like he was like the mascot of the entire trip. Like he was with us every hunt. He was with us on the moose hunt. No kidding. He was with us the entire time. The coolest, like the coolest dog. And then he was like hardy, but he also really liked to like be on your lap, which is kind of nice because you're yeah. just sitting out there. He's on your lap. You're petting him and just hanging out. A morale booster. Really a huge one. Um, and so, I mean, he comes out to greet me. I'm like, oh, this is cool. You know, you walk you walk into camp. You're stepping over a big pile of moose. Or yeah. Not moose, crap. Uh, wolf. And I'm like, oh, that's all right. We're out here. You know, this, and I had, a moose, I had a wolf tag, too. Okay, cool. Yep. 
Yeah, so wolves I was, were in play. Wolves were in play, and I was really excited to try to shoot and didn't end up seeing any. Um, and then you you walk past this tree, and you're by this at this point you're like 20 yards from our camp that got cracked in half and halfway up and rubbed by a bear, you know, marking his territory. And then you walk into camp, and there's two wall tents and one kind of like co- like a overhang cover where you like wash dishes dishes sure. and stuff. And in the middle of camp is like bear, you know, grizzly shit, right right in the middle of camp. So it's like, all right, this is uh, this is where we're living. This is you know, Raw we're, out, we're out here. Did they do the meat box thing Mm-mm. with the bells on it no none of that okay so no just hanging it explain that a little bit though for uh, so when i was in alaska they had a box with wire mesh it was just a framed two by four box with mm-hmm. wire mesh so you put all your meat on the little hooks in there so it lets air get to it and cool it down but the lid has and like there's dangling everywhere bells so when the grizzlies get in okay. camp the bells go off and you come out guns blazing yeah, but yeah. you can't do Pitch that works. in bc anyway because you can't kill the grizzlies there yeah, you I mean, can't kill yeah. grizzlies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't kill grizzlies. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so you're, I'm like, I'm showing up like, all right, this is sweet, you know. So they're like, all right, hey, you know, we hunt tomorrow in um, British Columbia. I think it's six hours after you fly, you can yeah, hunt. Yeah, shorter. Yep. Uh, Alaska's 24 or 12 hours or whatever it is. Next day. Next calendar day. Um, and so uh, we're like, all right, let's get set up with camp. You know, we're, we just, we're getting wood. We're clearing some paths for us because basically where we were in camp, you walk about a mile upstream to get to your boats that take you upstream, right? Okay. That, um, and so we're like, we'll clear some trail. Well, we went and shot a bunch of grouse that first day and just had a pot meal with grouse for dinner. For what did you shoot with? What's that? What did you shoot them with? 22. Sweet. Yeah, just peck. They, you fly up. Actually, we had one. You walk into a spot, three fly up. They're, they're all white here, right here. It's like boom, boom, boom. Shot them all. <laughs> you know, throw them over your, over your shoulder, and it's like, all right. This is a great way to start. You know, mm-hmm. fantastic. Learned a trick about uh, breasting them out. Step on them. Step on the wings or, or the yeah the wings and pull up on his feet. on the breastbone. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it pulls. You know, I mean, clean meat. Yep. So we were, I mean, the first day, I'm like, this is not bad. You are they know? grouse or are they ptarmigan? Grouse. Okay. Rough grouse. So just, they're Just delicious. like what we have. Just like what we have. It was, they it was are a little taste of home. awesome to eat. They taste literally just like chicken. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You wouldn't know the difference cooking it really over the Really tender fire. chicken. Yep. Mm. So it was like sweet, you know, um, you know, me and Jordan, Jordan shows up, you know, we're just kind of doing camp chores and like getting ready and getting to know our guides, Josh and, and uh, Dawson. And Paul, who was the other hunter. So me and, Paul, me and Paul shared a tent, a wall tent, and Jordan and the two guides were in their <laughs> bigger wall tent, which is funny. Poor guys. Uh, you know what? He had a good, they had a good situation over there. They didn't have, <laughs> you know, I'll say that. Um, so next morning we get up. We're like, oh, man, you know, you don't sleep at all night <laughs> before. Scooby snack in there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Anyways, <laughs> uh, moving on. We uh, next morning we get up, didn't sleep much. Basically, what you do is you take a boat, you go upstream, you you climb up, and you glass. Get it together. You get it together, man. <laughs> Lock it up. And so what we're so we get in the boat. We're you, we were like six miles up, so it takes forever in the morning, and you're all excited, and you're seeing. Six dozen, river miles or six six creek miles. Okay. Yep. Just winding. Okay. Oh, actually. Probably more than six creek miles. Because if it's a straight going line, six miles. Okay, so that's like ten creek. Yeah, miles it took probably. forever, right? And so you're seeing dozens. I've never seen so many, so much beef in one area and muskrat. <laughs> <laughs> it's crawling with beef, 
and uh, we come around the corner first day, and I see a low one, a low forty-inch moose standing in the, in the middle of the creek, and I'm like, you know, looking around like. I'm okay. I'll shoot. Is anybody else seeing yeah, this? Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Like, and my, the guy <laughs> Dustin is not even excited, but I'm like, I need it. Like, I'll shoot him. I don't care. I'm not here to, you know, shoot the giantest moose that I'll shoot. Whatever. And he's like, No, man. No, this is just. They'll be you know, bigger. They'll be bigger. Just hold off. So we watch him, and he gets he gets bumped, obviously, and he tries to run across the creek, and it's real soft in the middle, and so he he puts his his front hooves in and they like sink too far and he face plants into the creek <laughs> like a big splash i'm like what is what is I going like on that was supposed to be your moose i know it's like that's my kind of moose the kind of moose that does that kind of thing you so know? How, how far was he from you when this he, has happened 70 yards like we just so came this around. legitimate pass yeah legitimately could have just grabbed my rifle and can you shoot a moose while you are in the boat you have to have the motor off yeah so all yeah, you do is just power. flip the motor up boom same as the bears yeah okay. Yep, exactly. So I was like, so, but he's like, no, you know, wait. So, okay, you know, the rest of the day, don't see anything. Next day, same thing. You're driving, you're going up, you climb up 500 to 1,000 feet. Actually, our best spot was about 1,000 feet up. And second day, we see, um, I don't know that we saw anything our second day. We'll show in the film, which will be coming out. But third day, we go to a new spot. Well, and the other thing I should say is you go, you glass for a while, and at night, you climb down, and you can't really take the boat in the dark, so you basically float home in silence and call and just see if you can pull something out while you float. Well, then, if you're working the same river up the next day, yeah, you'll pull something in. They'll come back and check that sound the following day. 100%. And that's what we were doing. Just like, all right, as we we go, we'll try to call them in. We're, We're in a... I don't even know, at least 20-mile-long swamp, like swampy, marshy. So you're on top, just glassing around. Yeah, and it's just, we're hunting along. It's like, our guide said it's like the best moose habitat he's ever seen. It's just, could not be more idyllic, idyllic, like, moose habitat. So creek in the middle, 20-mile marsh around it, and then... Yeah. Mountain, mountain canopy yep. on either side. And you're really uh, – mostly you're hunting – well, yeah, no, it's that's exactly I've it. I've seen and the it gets, picture. It's very <laughs> – It gets thin, and then sometimes it's yeah. wide on one side on the creek and the other, and so you, depending on which side you climb up. and So we'd climb up and, you know, come down. And finally, the sec, after the second day, we're like, hey, we're going to poke up the creek a little bit more. We found a spot they hadn't been to yet. This is their second year at this um, area that they've had to be able to hunt this outfitter. <laughs> so they're really like kind of getting to know it still. So like, so hey. it's a new concession that they acquired. Then? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. From this cool. woman who let a trapper. There's a trapper house on it that he lived out there. It's just by himself for a long so time. So it hasn't been outfitted on in a while. Jeremiah, not Johnson. great. Not in a great way. Gotcha. It seemed like there was some hunting, but yeah. But no. Then now these guys came in and and really did a nice job. So we're, we go up, we're like, oh, that actually, that's higher up. It's kind of be a bummer to, you know, to get up there, but it looks good. Let's do that. And so the next day, that third day, like, we go up to that spot, and I'm feeling bad for Jordan because he's got to carry all this camera stuff. And he literally, he was not contagious with COVID the day we left. It was like, the, he literally could not have left earlier where he was still, like, he was he was, he was was feeling rough Suffering there. Yeah, his lungs were killing him. So I'm like, and he's carrying a camera. He's got to carry his big black magic. Or was it black magic? Black magic, yeah. Uh, I think camera. It, I think that's black Max. Black Jacks. Black Jacks. He had black Jacks. Black Jacks? No, I don't know. I'm making stuff up. I have no idea. It, black magic, I think. Yeah. So. Have you heard this story, Joe? 
No. No. Okay. So we get up to that spot and we're we're glassing and uh, we glass up. Finally, started to see some moose and it what we saw a little like this little like a little moose, but it had paddles like a little paddled moose. Making a little feller. Cool. Yeah. Yep. yep. And so watched him for a little while and you could tell it was funny. He would just play like standing there, and the guide was like, "This they kind of do this before they kind of go into rut as things are changing inside of them. They just feel like." Just sit there. Like it's like stare. they're morphing. Yeah, they're just morphing. And it's like he's not really sure what he's feeling right now. So we're like, all right, watch him. Come come back. And we're starting we start to see more bulls in this area after we we yeah. hang there after a couple of days. Um see this one that was kind of tempting. It was one side was okay and real wide, real laying flat. But the other side was branched. It was like a branched antler. Uh <laughs> so we saw him. They were starting to move a little bit and um by I think day four and day five, we see what we thought were two different bulls, but actually turned out to be the same bull, where this just a nice, just huge bull would kind of step out of the timber and do the same thing, just kind of stare. And again, it's like we're calling and doing all these things, but we're a little early um, on. And we What's see, the date on this? Like the this 10-ish, is probably. The, yeah, uh, this is the ninth, ninth and ninth and tenth, eight, ninth, eight, nine, ten. That, so that's like the fifteenth to the twentieth. Yeah. Yep. Kickoff. Yep. And so we're like, we know we're early. We're going to hit, we're going to hit the front end of it. And, you know, you always see smaller ones start moving first. And sure enough, that's what happens. The big, where the big one came out one day, the first day he was kind of, it's, I mean, you see him and you would think I can just get down and walk over there. Cause everything looks, you know, low grass. It looks like stuff is, you know, waist high at the most. And you get out there and like the stuff that looks ankle high is like knee height. And the stuff that looks like ch- like shoulder, you know, waist height is like Counting way above, above your it. head, yeah. you know. So we're like, we can't go after these these bulls. We, you know, it's like, man, you can't get can't get in there. Finally, we see one. It's like, let's go at least just check if we were to go in there, like if we could get in on him. We see this bull. He was hanging here. How he far bedded is he down. at this point? He's probably we're up the, and he's across the uh, probably seven seven hundred. Uh, no, go seven, with hundred yards yeah. maybe. It, no, more than that. Closer to a thousand, between seven hundred and a thousand, I would say. Too far to shoot. Can't shoot in there. You can just kind of see he's in there, see his paddles. So we we try to make a path in. And what was so funny is Woody's with us when we're doing these things, <laughs> and so he's like trying to stalk in, and it gets to the point where you're just swamp walking. It's very similar to Michigan, like just walking through the swamp. So sometimes you're in the thick stuff, and sometimes you're just. I mean, we're most of the time wear, wearing ch- chest waders. And you're wading through, you know, knee deep at least water. So of course, Woody is literally just swimming. Swimming. He's just following us <laughs> swimming around. It was like I look back. I'm like, you're the coolest dog. You're, you're freaking awesome. Job, Woody. You know. So we get in there and can't do it. Finally, um, we're like, it's kind of warm, you know, one day, and that's that's you didn't see much moving. Then it gets really, uh, the pressure starts to change, and all that smoke from those fires comes in. And so there's some pictures if you look in the drive there. Uh, where everything's like orange the whole day, like you're you actually are coughing. It's thick smoke, and it's really? like. But what that meant is the pressure's changing, weather's starting to turn, and you really want cold. You want dark at night, just like whitetail, so they're not moving around all night. You want like a, a cold temperature to start getting them acting a little ruddy. So that happens, and like, sure enough, that day you were we we there's you go about a thousand feet up to look down every morning. That's your kind of spot. We stopped every time we'd stop probably a third of the way up and just, it was like a little spot where you could see out and just like to see if there's anything close that we don't have to go all the way up, come back down and try to make mm-hmm. a plan. So we get to the first spot and 
literally we right when we climb up we can see this little bull that little little paddled little one paddle cruising around in there just cruising around it's like okay he's moving that's cool 10 minutes go by we're just glass and then we're about to head up and i'm like oh there's that big bull he's right there sure enough he's over a thousand yards at this point just standing there just kind of like moving a little bit more but not really not really doing much and we're like man all right if we if we take this creek you know cross the creek take a side channel up you know work our way towards him let's try to get in his area and call and just see if we can get you yeah, know like get you said like out get in his Break bubble, bubble. yep yeah. see what happens so I'm thinking, man, like I, what I, this whole time I'm like, it's kind of nice as a guy that hunts for a living, hunts a lot, you know? And so it's like, I'm, I'm watching and listening and trying to just pick his brain. Cause like this guy has great experience. So I'm like, man, he's, he's going out for it. This is interesting. This is a ballsy move. You know, it's not a, it's not a gimme. And it's like, if you blow it up, you're kind of screwed, but he felt confidence where we we were walking. We maybe go every, every hundred yards or something, stop and call, stop and call, you know, and, and is he grunting back at you at all? No noise. We're not hearing anything. Right. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, that little bull, who must must have known there was a cow in the timber, and as we're coming up calling, it thought we were that cow. So Did it ran and grabbed. Yeah, well, he ran and grabbed that cow and pushed her past us as we're just walking along with another little bull, about the same looking Mickey Mouse type. So they both cruise right past us as we're stalking in on this, this other bull. It's like, hold, all right, this is kind of exciting like mm-hmm. these are huge animals like they're huge mm-hmm. um finally we're working around and i we you kind of peek around these willows and it's like uh, dawson's like oh yeah you know there's that there's that branched antlered bull he's out <laughs> bless bless you bless me, bless me. <laughs> uh we come around bless it's like he, there's that branch antlered bull he's right there so you can see him and he's kind of just feeding and kind of moving slow i'm like oh man that's cool but we're, it's too bad about the bull. We're not seeing the, the one we wanted to see. And all of a sudden, you just see in the timber and the willows, just the top of its paddle just like looks like this, just kind of moving like like a shark in the water almost. The big one? Or the... the big one. He's coming in behind, and he's, he's going to actually move away from us. He's heading away. So we're calling at this point, and we get that little branch antler bull to, like, turn. And, again, we're early in the rut, so there's not real ruddy. Sure. Um, but he, we're in his, his bubble for sure. We're, like, 70 yards away from him. He's grunting. You know, we're calling. He's grunting back. And are you debating on shooting this one at this point? I would. I, I'm always debating. And I know, but, like. He, no, we're, like, no, we're, we're going to hold off on this. Okay. Yep. And so we're just going to let him be. And what happened was, and I'm, I'm glad we didn't, he turns and is kind of coming towards us. And we're just, you know, I've got my tripod set, but I'm not really ready to shoot because, you know, the bull's not out. But him coming in and grunting pulled the big big dog in. So I'm, like, seeing him. I'm like, oh, I can't see him. And all of a sudden just materializing out of the, the timber is this. And I think I showed you guys the video of mm-hmm. me shooting. You see it's just neck is kind of swollen up, and he's coming in to fight that the other bull. <laughs> And so I'm like, holy cow, you know, <laughs> I got a front frontal <laughs> shot on him, right? And I'm How like, far? uh, this is a hundred yards. I can't hear you, Joe. Now can you? Uh, that's that's much better. better. Much yeah, better. So he's at a hundred yards, like f- dead on. And I'm like, I would more than like I would have taken that shot the instant he stepped out. Mm-hmm. But he had some brush in the way, and I just was like, he could turn. I just kind of go slow and not like let the fact that it's a hundred yards, but it feels like he's twenty yards away. Like they're just huge, you yeah. know, and it's, you're in a swamp and it's just intense. This is the sixth day of the hunt, September 11, 
and uh, fine, he does kind of like a one of these. He shakes his head. And I'm like, oh, sh- he he could take off. I don't know. I don't know how jumpy he is. Yep. Um, and so I'm like, all right. I kind of like lean, and I, you know, I'm like, I'm gonna try to go for an angle. So I hit him here, and then blow out kind of the side. Like the most extreme quartering two, I guess, shot you could possibly <laughs> take. You right. <laughs> Getting aggressive. So I'm like, I'm going to take the shot because I can easily get a follow-up shot if I have to. And because uh, I've got space where he'd run and I just feel like I, it's just going to, it's a good shot. So he, he, I kind of lean and, you know, as I'm doing this and I didn't know it, that branch antlered one was coming in grunting more. And our guide was like, if we would have waited, those would, they would have fought right in front of us. Like they were, oh, they were, and I, <laughs> and I think you back, idiot. I know I think back, I was like, I should have waited, but I'm like, no. I, I, I hunted long it. enough to the moment you have an opportunity, mm-hmm. you take it. If you, you take it. if you wait and get cute with it, something goes wrong. Yeah. So, <laughs> boom, I shoot it, right? Crack off a shot. If you watch it, you should see me just punch that trigger, man. And <laughs> I just like, boom, you know. Uh, Surprisingly, I shoot too, didn't, didn't the bull like lick? Didn't it like stick its tongue out right as you were shooting? Like literally, as I'm shooting, just it's like, like this was like a little ball, you know, shoots it. I would never have known that. Just we saw it in the film. And so at this, as this is happening, Jordan has has got his tripod out, facing the bull with a long lens. So we got like a tight shot of him, and he's got a camera on me. So it's like we mm. somehow got like the perfect filming opportunity going. Sweet. It, it's it. It's I cannot wait. I can't wait. I cannot it. wait. So shoot it, and he goes. He like he goes down, flops for a minute, and just is still. And I am in at, at in the moment. It felt like this was a minute, and in reality, it's like five seconds, right? And I'm just looking at him, just dumbfounded. And my guide's like, Dawson's like, load another round in, load another round in. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> of course, right? But then, sure <laughs> enough, he gets up. I'm like, oh. You know, boom! This time, I he had t- he got up and took some steps through brush, and I hit. You could just see brush spray. I don't think I hit him. I it might have, but he takes two more steps, and I shoot him again. And that time, he drops like a ton of bricks. Didn't move. That was it. That was it. That was it. Just like, straight away, shoot him. I shot him broadside. He just dropped him. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> wow. I hit him high. I hit him high lungs. I must have nicked. I think I nicked the the um spine. the spine. The off uh, switch. Yeah, the the thing that'll just – we'll just say I anchored him. I know what that is. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and so he drops, and I'm just like – like again, because it's like kind of like days of slow action where you're seeing moose, and all of a sudden it's like I've been dying. And I'll, I was telling the guys, like, I want to hear one grunt back so bad. That mm-hmm. – mm-hmm. And when you hear it, it's like, holy – it's like when you get your first gobbler. Like when the gobbler is coming in, and he's in your area, and he, st- he strikes, you know – Oh, it's like holy's right there. Same kind of feeling. <laughs> but it's a nine hundred pound version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, so he he goes down and you know walk up and we spent. It's just like you. First of all, you walk up to an animal. It's like, and everybody says it, but it's true. It's like, what do we do with this thing now? Yeah, We're what, so no. far away, and it's so big. It's it's like a, it's literally just like a horse laying there. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So we go to town. Of course, I I cut my finger. No. I cut my finger, cutting it up. Yeah, of it's course. sealed already. Of so there is um, not and there's not a game animal James has shot and either gutted or processed that he hasn't 
nicked his finger oh, in some way or another. The only reason you didn't cut your finger off on the grouse is because you didn't need a knife. That's right. That's <laughs> right. As as you didn't sharp bowden and I wish I could have grabbed the, uh, the moose and pulled off his feathers, you know, yeah. the same way I did the grouse. So we, but we cut him out. We cleaned off his head. And we threw probably, I don't know, maybe 80 pounds in my pack. And my guide... This is how much of a man this guy is and how less, much less of a man I am. Like, I get 80 pounds, and it's heavy, and you're in a swamp. Like, it's hard walking. It sucks. And I'm like, you know, we're just, I'm just doing it. He, and I've got to frame that doll pack, right, it's like made for it. He had a, a dry bag pa- backpack, like a big one, mm-hmm. that he just puts his stuff in. He loads that with probably 60 pounds of meat and then takes the head of the moose over his shoulder and just – Man walks it you out. You didn't like want to carry the head out. There's no way I could have carried 80 pounds Come in the on. head. You Dude. let someone carry your head? Well, for a little That's... while, yeah. I'm not, I'm not. Hey, you know what? Come on. I'm not too proud to admit. I was. You, gonna, sh- you should be though. I was. Gonna, <laughs> you really should be. I was gonna. I was gonna put it in the pack, but its head was too big. It just wouldn't fit. Like it wouldn't fit. I, did you have a lid on it? No. Oh, that's my. I don't have a lid. Yeah, I, this is not even lids. my pack. I was gonna bring that striker. Ugh. I know it would have been such a badass picture, but you know what? Way Jeez. easier for to gram, carry. Man. So for I did carry it for a while, but not as far as he did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even ashamed to admit it. This okay, dude, I'm done. Yeah, it's like it's Moving heavy. On. Every because they kept falling. Or it, it's not like you fall like you would think. It's like a slow, like you kind of like go forward and you, you know. I bet Woody would have packed that thing out. He probably would have. But everything's soft, so you just like sink in and you just slowly fall. And I was like, oh. So you're like on your knees in the swamp, hands and knees in the tra- swamp trying to stand back up. So you're just soaking wet. But so anyways, we get it out, um, spend the next day packing it out, cleaning the head up. Because I was, everybody's all nervous about me driving home with the head. And oh, this is going to be such a big deal and whatever else. I was paranoid about it so i i clean that head you could eat off that skull basically just what would they have been so concerned about uh brain matter brain matter yeah and i didn't spray mine out with a, a sprayer i just i cleaned it and out that's with illegal a, to do across international borders yeah you gotta have borders. it checked out state borders even, is it? yeah okay. yeah we all have that that's why even wisconsin we had to get your buck checked. oh yeah that's right okay yeah um so anyways yeah we we get it out and like just it took forever but we ate that night the tender some tenderloin and it was fantastic you know which are probably like four dude they're, they're huge they're huge i think all, when all is said and done i probably got about 500 pounds of meat from that bull mm. and i left two shoulders back because i could not fit them and those are canadian moose not yukon canadian right? moose not in yukon okay. yeah so this was so it ended up being about 50 inches the guy what was so funny is that same that with an hour before i shot mine the other guy i was with that same morning He's sitting on his knob. <clears throat> what? <laughs> and he's sitting on his knob, and he looks, and he's like, hey, Josh, the guy, look, at, is, that, is that a moose in that swimming in that pond? And, like, Those they see, guys? no, they see a moose, just his head and his antlers swimming in a pond. And so Josh, the funniest guy, he's 24, hilarious dude, he rips off a, a cow call, and sure enough, this, this moose is going like this. It does a 90-degree turn and just comes right in at him. That's Gets out of the water, scraping, you know. So he shoots him, but it's it's really mucky. And so it falls and it flops. And, like, by the time they get to him, it's at least knee, it's above knee-deep water. This moose is dead end. So there, my, our job was tough, but, like, it was a way farther walk. But theirs was literally, like, you were butchering it. You were quartering this moose. In the water. In the water. Yeah. Wow. And that's the second year that Josh had to do one like that, too, <laughs> which is would be I, unbelievably bad. I think that happens pretty often because I've – heard stories yeah. of like them going out and like 
six, seven foot, like deeper than walkable water. Yeah. I remember I watched a video of a buddy who's, they shot one right on the bank and took the bullet. He hit it well, but just swallowed it. Yeah. Con, and started going across this freaking beaver pond and he's just swimming. You can see he's losing his steam, oh, losing no. blood and stuff. And the guy's shouting, you can do it. Go, just get to go. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> freaking bellies up right in the middle. And they're like, son of a bitch. So they're out there swimming getting chains on this thing trying to get like horses and come alongs to drag no. it closer to shore it's yeah it's because like what do you do that's all you can do that's all you can do and what was so gross about this guy's moose though so he quarters him up and he <laughs> to keep it cold decides to go stick it in the creek the quarters like just sticks him in the creek and which is just full of beavers which yeah. is just the grossest like already a party oh yeah you're gonna get the poops <laughs> And so, fever. you know, we ended up eating it later. I didn't eat it. I'm like, I'll just eat my moose. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one. Maybe <laughs> Jordan did. Eat? I'll have to ask him because he got the shits on the way oh, home. Oh, yeah, he did. Like, I heard about that. The whole way home. Like, not <laughs> like you ate a bad taco. Like, you had. If you um, have a Giardia, it's like every two hours. It was the shits he sh- all, all the whole trip back. We had to stop a bunch. He, I video him getting you out. Say GRD? Giardia. 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 Like diarrhea. Yeah, they call it beaver fever. I had, I had that in high school. Did you? Yeah. I got it in the UP. Dude, uh, that, you don't want to get it. Nope. The thing is, where we're drinking water Giardia. is the main creek is beaver infested, but we were camped off a side creek that you we were just filling water bottles right out of and drinking because yeah, it was just, just fresh. It in there. But that was like six miles down the creek. Yeah, just, oh. just this quickly is, put the moose in a different yeah, place. Yeah, just put it over there. Just put them in the grocery bag everything, and take them to a nice clean creek. Everything with a moose is a pain. I'm just everything saying. Everything is like ten times harder than a deer because it's probably ten times as heavy as the deer that you shot. You're, that's, I would imagine I think mine was be. like 1,000, 1,200 pounds, and yours is probably 100, 120 pounds. Ooh, that's pushing it. Is it? <laughs> it's not a bad doe. It's an no, early no. season doe, so they're a little thinner. <laughs> she was a fawn last year. Yeah, she was a fawn. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's still back. She's, you know, she, she they eat the on, best. Yeah, she was still on the teat last time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Had the blue thing of her uh, belly button thing didn't fall off Elk yet. slayer, moose slayer. <laughs> that's right so we so anyways we uh we get it all cleaned up and we're hoping to get out that the next day after getting it cleaned up but the weather was too bad waited one more day and they're like we're pushing it about getting out you know we're not sure so we we get all our meat to the plane uh the boat or the where the plane lands and even getting there the the creek changes all week and so getting there dude we hit the rocks going fast and you just like stop it, like Jordan almost went straight into the water. <laughs> like he just tumbling around. Camera. He's not I'm like yeah, holding <laughs> yeah, exactly. his camera and I'm like he's just doing stuff, you know. A real champ, actually. He hangs. I got to give him credit. Like I can picture that for not being a hunter ever. He's gone to Alaska and British Columbia in six months, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So he's hold yeah, on, Jordan. Props to him. Uh. So anyways, yeah. So we the plane lands and like I find out it's like. Weather's not so good on the way back. Like, it's not great flying, and the pilot was all stressed about it. And it was like to go 50 miles an hour on the ground, you had to go 120 miles an hour in the plane. The winds were so strong in his face. Mm. So it like, took us, like, way longer to get out, and it was rougher. And there's a couple times where you just go. But you'd think you'd, if you're having wind come towards you and you have lift under the wings. Does that mean you only have to go you like, just go like this? You can pick up really fast, but yeah. then once you get up. At cruising speed, it takes you way longer yeah. to go. We had the oh, same yeah. thing come okay. back from a sheep hunt where that it was like sense. 
an hour and a half in yeah and two coming back i didn't like it yeah it wasn't my favorite i was ready to be done especially because you're sitting there just like well at least if i die or if we crash i'll just die quick like this plane is so small hopefully i just i go a lot of them aren't fatal i hope mine mine better be fatal because i'm had, gonna be pissed <laughs> we found a busted up plane on that sheep hunt really one guy died and one guy didn't Oof. did you find the dead guy no, it was years ago. <laughs> My guide found found a skull. I believe it out there. He really? found a, man, a, a man's skull. Or a woman. Probably a man, though. Why is that? Uh, I forgot why he said he thought it was a man. Uh, it's bigger brain. Ah. Bigger <laughs> brain case. <laughs> Science. You can't say that? Uh, no, you can't say that. We're uh, a podcast that supports all genders. All Attractive two cheap. genders. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> all two. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, yeah, we get there and we drive, we drive back home. Like I said, Jordan stopped every two hours. Should he, <laughs> we get to, we get to a hotel. So the plan is basically as you drive, you throw the generator on. When you stop at a hotel, you plug up, I brought a really long extension cord. You plug it into the side of the hotel, work like a dream. Never had any issues. We got over the border in like no time. They didn't even look at the moose head. They didn't have any questions. They didn't look at the meat. They didn't it's look at my disappointing. rifle. I know. I did all that work. I'm like, come on. Look, check my work. Check I did good. <clears throat> so. Don't you want to see this dong? Yeah. That's right. I, I kept evidence of sex, Are too. you sure you don't want to see this moose? Yeah. You sure? I got a moose <laughs> for <metal>. you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. We, anyways, we drive uh, back, and we plug it in every night, and it works great. At one point, Jordan, Jordan's had so much trouble with his uh, – I, I it has to be GRDR. He, he said he had dysentery. Which is such an Oregon Trail way of saying it. Was he puking too? No, no pukes. No puking. <laughs> but here's the thing, and that, this is why he's not so smart. Every A couple of times we stop, he, he stops one time and gets a giant, like, thick Danish. And, <laughs> uh, and like a, a, a thing where it's like a two, two uh, jerkies and one cheese stick. Pack. I respect him. I'm like, yeah, I'm like and and a monster. I'm like, dude, God. you're yeah. you're gonna be having fiery bee hole no matter what, even if you didn't have whatever's going on. My oh. go to is the uh the XL oatmeal cream pie. Ooh. <laughs> Sugar rush, but it's just like thick, dense, I do uh, and like squishy. Cream pie. Mm. You do like <laughs> don't we all? Uh, and so anyways, at one point we get to a hotel, he takes a <laughs> bath at night. We get there at one in the morning, hear the bathroom. I'm like, Did you just take a bath in there? He's like, Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I needed a bath after that one. <laughs> oh. Why not just take a shower, man? I don't know. I don't know. I'm like you're you're stewing in your juices at that yeah. point. But maybe he sh- I don't know. I never asked. Did you shower first and then like sit down after a little while and clean then no, soak? Shower after your bath. I don't want to sit and just see flecks of things floating by. It's so gross. Grow I'm up. gross, man. Grow up. I'm a nasty. I'm a nasty big nasty man. So anyways, um, yeah, f- uh, 50 inches. Uh, about probably. I think they said about a six, six and a half year old moose. Um, the other guys was older. What you can tell they're how old they are based on, <clears throat> first of all, their the fr- their is. eye guards or their their fronts. They call them. If they're more forked, they're younger. If they'll fill in kind of and palmate as they get older, and the tops of the paddles will be more spiky for like ones that are in their prime, and more rounded if they're like kind of on the decline. So the moose the other guy shot was a 52 inch moose on the decline. It was just like a great moose to shoot. Sweet. Really, really pretty moose. That's cool, man. Mine was definitely about peak, maybe one year away from like being like peak. So, so good looking bull, then. Oh, yeah. And I dropped it off to, I, I talked to Vinks oh, yeah. yep. to do skull cleaning right in Caledonia. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't do it anymore. I'm like, that's what I thought. He's like, do you know anybody? He's like, oh, this kid I go to church with. <clears throat> so Texas kid, he, Texas seems like fine, right? You know, yeah, sure, I can do that. 
you know, whatever, show up. And it turns out he's never, he just started doing skull cleaning like a year and a half ago. He had to buy a special drum for mine. He's like, I'd never done a moose before. I'm like, okay, you know, hopefully this goes well. Don't fuck it up. Think about it it being a big deer. And, uh, (laughs) yeah. So I'm like, uh, so it's it's so funny. He's like, um, well, do you want to see my work? I'm like, no, I'm uh, sure. You know, it's fine. Uh, Whatever. I mean, it's just. You're all, you know, it's, you can't really screw it up that bad. If the nose isn't broken and the skull's clean, you're good. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, wait, let me run to my room a minute. Because he, he was at his, we were at his parents' house, I guess we met. And his <laughs> brother's there. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll grab mine out of my room. So they go and grab their their, <laughs> their hats out of their room. And they run up like, oh, those are, you know, nice looking. So um, anyways, yeah, did the, the other thing was um, butchered it. And it was like most of a week uh, nights of butchering. It took me one, about a, every night in a week. To yeah. get it all butchered up. Only one emergency room trip. It wasn't me. Yeah, I did Ooh. hear about that. Yeah. My brother-in-law, I'm seeing him. <clears throat> just He's trying to use this dull knife, to, and it's kind of half-frozen meat. Cause I, you know, he oh, goes, geez. boom, and it just – and he's real bad with needles. So he's like, James, you got to look at it. I can't look at this. Does it look bad? And me – and I got my brother, Tom, there. And me and Tom look at it and look at each other like – whole it's it looks like burger first of all nice and, and i swear if you we did this you could see bone <laughs> like it was a, it was a big cut so his uh, hand sl- just slipped down the just knife. he it, he he was pushing it this way and, and it palm the the sharp side's right here and it just goes and it just <laughs> got so it just him chopped him just, just chopped him <laughs> and so i'm like we're gonna go to the emergency room we go there he's in there for a while he only got like i think seven stitches which i guess is a lot for the palm the meat of your hand and he walks out, it though. out, it probably kind of... Yeah, exactly. He walks out, and he's literally soaking wet. From and sweat. white as a sheet. He passed out, of course, during... Because he passes out when he, he thinks about getting a surgery. He'll, he'll almost pass out. He's that queasy with people. With deer, he's fine. So he comes out, I'm like, I guess I'm driving you home. Tom's got to take the other car. It's like, okay. And I'm, like, trying to distract him. I don't want him to pass out next to me, because he looks terrible. He looks like... What you would look like at about three to forty-five in the morning after drinking way too much, right? <laughs> Same kind of just equilibrium. I hop parking lot. Yeah, just ugly, <laughs> ugly yeah, situation. <laughs> and so all of a sudden we're driving, and he goes, "You got to stop! I'm gonna throw up." I'm like, "What?" So I stop in the middle of Twenty Eighth Street. He gets out and just is puking. Is that the closest ER? Oh, that was the only one open at eleven because we were still butchering. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we didn't so want to have to go downtown. Yeah, so he went and just Ralph, and so this whole time his wife isn't looking at her phone. She's it's on airplane mode or whatever. She's doing something else. So he, I finally drop him off to his house, and I just here's Jake, and he walks in pale, smelling like puke, seven stitches in his hand, soaking wet, soaking wet. Where did you guys go? And I'm like, well, see you later. You know, <laughs> don't have time to talk about this. I got And so I, I, the night I wanted to finish, I had so much out that I had thought I was like, I have to push through, and so we. uh we butchered to like three in the morning, but got it all done. Um, been Pick, eating it. It's good. It's really picking good. out a little flex of Jake out of there. Yeah. Thankfully, he Yuck. didn't do it on the meat. Little I, brother burger. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> thanks, thanks, man. So that's the um, the that's the quick version of the hunt. There's a lot of little things that you'll little see detail. in the film. Yeah. Um, but that's the gist of it. It was awesome. Like trip of a lifetime. The day I shot the moose, it was rainy. It was misty, cold. It was just like in moosey moose. Habitat, moose weather, moose day. It could not have been like the more of a dream With hunt a situation. Foggy, cold. Foggy, cold. Mm. They're calling. They're, the rut's just getting started. So, um, yeah, like I said, it's like one of those things I dreamt of doing as a kid. 
I remember when I was a kid thinking like, well, there's no way I'd ever, how would I ever hunt in Alaska? Like I can't, there's no way that would even happen in my mm-hmm. life. You know, deer hunting is what I'll do. And I'm okay with that. I love to deer hunt. Don't even get your hopes up for doing it, you know, but it went out, did it very doable. They made it very easy. Like the accommodations were nice The the, um, I mean, we slept in a cot in a wall tent. Beautiful. That's pretty sweet. Our guides were awesome. Uh, we ate grouse for a couple meals. We had them shot some more. What's the name there. of the outfitter? Extreme Outdoor Adventures. So British Columbia um, through WTA, highly re- like I would do that again. If you're looking to do like the Canadian moose thing, this like like he was saying like the habitat was great. They only let four sh- uh, hunt in there in a year in this um, spot, and last year they were four for four, four for four, and this year they went four for four. Um, wow. They shot. I've noticed that about a lot of WTA stuff is they're. <laughs> Rather than just kind of money grab it, they're very, very conservative yeah. about how many people they let into these concessions. And that cancellation list is super powerful. Yeah. Like I go, I want to say two a week at least. And I don't know if it's the economy or what, but there's like some damn good deals on there right now. There, I look at like, them too and it's always like, I could do that. I know. I need my, <laughs> now I'd have to file for divorce first because, <laughs> but at least I'd have half my money at that point. I right. think that's enough to still make half the homework. still swing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But seriously, there is some on there that it's like, it's, it goes from a dream to possible real quick. Right. Portion. Yeah. That, that keep an eye on it. For anybody listening, like the, the cancellation thing is you called me once where I almost did that one cancellation hunt that was like a combo of like a bunch of tags and well there was a sheep hunt for 22 grand was that it was that we you, you remember we talked about it, i was like holy cow i wonder if i can make that mm-hmm. swing that that'd be sweet yeah that was nwt after seeing your sheep holding its head i was always kind of like oh that means cool you know i i'm i'm not sure that i'm like hugely into it i but i would do it you know then i held your the head of yours and i was like oh i have to i need one of these <laughs> i didn't know i wanted one until i saw them on the caribou hunt in the brooks yeah oh yeah then i'm like oh god yeah, they're cool that's what i want they're yeah. they're i mean their head is so dense i'm no. not gonna lie when i when i stopped by at your house to pick up my sticks he went into the garage. You pick him up? <laughs> I looked over and I'm like, oh. Did you see it? Check it out. I went over there. I didn't pick it up. Oh, you got to pick it up. You got to drop it. I haven't held it yet. I, I should have brought it. Yeah. It's it's way heavier than you would think. It's I, it's like twice. It's more than twice as heavy. You would just think it's like a. I saw it out the corner of my eye. I did one of these. Heavy, I go. Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, dude. It's special. Like, that's a cool thing. Yeah. Very cool. So, anyways, that's the end of that story. That is awesome, man. That was that was well worth the wait. Um, I think a lot of more of the some more of the details will probably come out with the film. And yeah. I'm excited to see that because I know Jordan does a bang up job. A lot of stuff on boat. A lot of boat based stuff this year. Awesome. Our Alaska trip was. This was so. Anything you would change about the trip? No, I would fly. No. I would not fly. I would drive. You would drive. I would do yeah. it again. It, it's so it's brutal, but. When you're dealing with 500 pounds of meat at that point, you don't flying hardly is an option at that point. You can't really, yeah. and it's like <clears throat> again, you go in knowing it's going to be that long, and you you don't drive, too, you don't push it too hard. That was the other thing we didn't do. Like I'm not driving all night and like killing myself because I have to do this three days, you know. Yep. Right. Um. So no, I wouldn't change anything. Awesome. Um, Joe, any uh, closing thoughts? guys it is late we've been uh we went out hunting today we told a bunch of stories so if you guys are interested on getting one of these cancellation hunts go over to worldwide trophy adventures 
Get on their mailing list. Get on their mailing list. They'll go to their website too, though. Bang up job. We highly recommend them. Until then, like, share, and subscribe on any platform. (laughs) Smash something. Smash that subscribe button. Do whatever you can on any platform that you want to. And we'll see you next week.